and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. T, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Mm-hmm. Is that your best Swedish accent? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm great. No, that, that was almost like Scottish for a minute. <laughs> I'm great. How are you? <gasps> you heard it here first folks i have literally never done that in my life that was ever. awesome <laughs> ever i've never done that out loud before <laughs> so that was a first <laughs> excuse me while i go bury my head in the sand for the rest of my life <laughs> um did you ever listen to the 10 minute or I think it was just called 10 minute podcast. I don't think it was called the 10 minute podcast. No. Okay. So it was Will Sasso mm-hmm. who mad TV. Yeah. Um, Chris D'Elia who's stand up comedian mm-hmm. who like I love. Um, and Brian Callen. Who, okay. You know, <laughs> you might know from a little episode called this one. <laughs> <laughs> Among many other millions of roles he's had in his life, but seriously, he happens to be in this episode. Um, and spoiler alert, like nine others. What? Yeah. Fuck. This is not the last we're seeing. Of so for the remainder, Vic. like that's it. He's saying for the rest. No, no, of the no, season. no, no. I'm like, I'm talking about like nine other episodes, like through the rest of the series. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Or maybe eight other episodes. I think he's in nine total, including this one. Okay. Okay, anyway, but so 10-minute podcast, Mm -hmm. it was the three of those dudes, and it went for a long time, and then Chris and Brian sort of dropped out of it, and but Will kept it going, but now he's got like two other, three other people doing it with him or whatever, but OG 10-minute podcast was those three, and it was always just, it was like literally a 10-minute podcast. Their their whole shtick was like, fucking podcasts are so long and like annoying, people can't shut up. like wink wink to us yeah but like so they would like start the clock they would start and then they would do whatever bits and whatever riffing or whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck they wanted to do for 10 minutes and then it would they would literally end it at 10 minutes no matter what okay so one of the episodes i'll never this is my favorite episode of this of that podcast i and i can't now remember it's been a minute since i've listened to it but i can't remember kind of how the riff started but for whatever reason Brian Callen mm-hmm. goes into this like character or whatever where he's this guy that like talks like this and like he just can't you know he's like whatever and he starts talking about fucking sweets <laughs> and, and like I think it's like him and Sasso are like riffing on like fucking Swedes like they just keep saying that and like you know, just like riffing on that like verbs and words and shit and I'll just never forget it and like Callan like won my heart in that episode okay. because of the way he's like ta- whatever that is that he's talking about anyway all of which is to say a long ass preamble to the point which is like I really love Brian Callan <laughs> and he's notorious for playing like douchebag yes that's his that's his milieu if you will like his oeuvre yeah (laughs) whatever like like he's just really good at it and like his look like his his aesthetic sort of like lends itself itself to it yeah his Um, voice oh yeah he's got that sort of gravelly yeah you know quality to his voice 
I'm remembering now that he was in um, The Hangover, the first yeah. one, right? In fact, he might have made appearances in the other two as well. But I, like, he might have. He's, he's he's like the guy at the chapel yeah. in the first yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. that they go to, and they're like, "Did some we were we here the night before? You know, whatever." And he's there. Um, but yeah, so Brian Callen's like he he plays such douchebags and shit. Yeah, and yet. Like, you can tell in real, real life, he's kind of, like, just a dude, you know? Yeah. Like, when he's, like, completely stripped down, like, no facade, he's not, you know, on stage or whatever, Mm -hmm. in front of a camera, like, you can tell he's just a dude, you know? And, like, he's just a funny guy and whatever. So, like, he won my heart, Um, which made it really hard to watch this episode because I kind of, like, didn't want him to win my heart. Yeah. And the show kind of wants wants him to win your heart. And yeah. I was like resistant. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I love Brian Callen. Yeah. <laughs> it was just this weird like back and forth cat and mouse game between like me and the show and the character. Yeah. And I was like, how do I feel? <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> how do I feel about this? Yeah, I don't. I, I still don't know. Yeah, I still don't know how I feel. I don't I don't know how I feel about this episode in general. It's, well, no, I hate the episode. That's easy. <laughs> well, I know, but I think I'm just really, I was really lost in this episode. With, yeah. With they were trying to make you understand and feel things and, oh, look at all the little miracles and all the, uh, I, oh and when God. they try to do this, it falls flat every time. And I'm lost with how they try to get me there. I also, before, without getting too deep into it, because we will eventually at this point, but like, I also just think they keep coming back to, at this point, it's a fucking trope of like the, like the, like the people that have like, you know, mental disabilities or handicaps or whatever. Like I'm guessing not all of them have Down syndrome, yeah, but they all have some variety Mm -hmm. of you know handicap or i don't know the right pc word is these days but like and they keep doing this like anytime they need like a la da da moment yeah. they introduce somebody like that and i'm just like okay like do you guys just have like a stable of people in the back like waiting to be on camera like what is this yeah. like it's like it's it's kind of starting to get annoying like yeah. almost like um what's the word i'm looking for like it's um it's like it's like discriminatory, but like trying like not to be. You know, yeah. you know how you know how people are like, I'm colorblind, I don't see color. Like it's like yeah. okay, but you keep like talking about how you don't see it. You know what I mean? So clearly you do. Like <laughs> it's like the same shit. Like like okay, like we get it. These you know like like it's nice because you know these are people that are just like loving and like they have such pure hearts. But it's like yeah. at what point does it feel like exploitation? You know, like, I know it's like, exactly it's just, like, annoying. I don't know. I'm getting a little too ahead of myself, I think. But like, anyway, there's a lot to like dislike about this episode. Yes. yes. <laughs> Very little to like, if anything at all. Um, so let's just get into it. Mm, sure. So this is episode 812 titled The Prodigal Father. Okay. Or is it just prodigal father? I think it's just prodigal father. You might be right. I don't know why I wrote the. Um, But it's also the second prodigal episode. Because the first one was prodigal daughter, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think. And now we've got prodigal father. Father. They've done everything but prodigal son, the actual phrase. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I wonder if they knew that too. I wonder if they were like, oh, well, we've done Prodigal Daughter. Let's do Father. Or if they were just like, no, Prodigal Father. That's a great title. Like completely forgetting that they've done Daughter. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they completely forgot they did Daughter. Yeah. Eight seasons in. I don't know if they remember anything anymore. Um, (laughs) Seriously. So the Amazon Prime spoilie is Peter's long lost father comes back into his life. Okay. All right. The DVD description is just as Peter is getting used to Chandler, his real father, Vic, comes back into the picture. A newly sober alcoholic who hasn't seen Peter in three years. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right off the bat, I want to go on record and say Shannon Kenny fucking crushing the Paris game. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I am here for her. Like mm-hmm. the roller coaster of emotions she's displaying in Eric's office yeah. in the cold open of this episode. Like the whole, like, it's just really hard. And it turns out like, it's not him or it turns out it wasn't the alcohol. It's him. I don't like him. And then just like, Oh, but I don't know what to do because he's the father of my kid. And like, yeah. I don't know why I let him have visit. Like just the whole, like, the, all the the colors of emotions she's yeah. like experiencing and putting on display for us in that like two minute scene like mm-hmm. I was just like yes Sean and Kenny do it <laughs> crush that girl <laughs> she was great mm-hmm. that's all I just wanted to say that <laughs> yeah, she's alright no kidding I liked it too I wrote oh Paris that's tough she's phenomenal <laughs> my notes they make me laugh (laughs) we laugh we laugh (laughs) um so yeah so basically she's come to eric because she needs someone to talk to because on this out of town trip she was on in the last episode she met up with her ex Mm -hmm. vic who yeah apparently he's like clean and sober and like wants to be back in her and Peter's life. Yeah. And she's not like into him. Yeah. That's clear. She's like, she doesn't want to get back with him, Yeah, but at the same time she can't see like a really good reason to keep him away from Peter anymore kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, he's even like given her all them back out, um, child support Support he owed her and all that shit and so she's like well fuck like now i feel like stuck between a rock and a hard place because like i know i don't like him i don't i don't know i don't want to be back with him but like you know what about peter and like that's his dad and that's his son and you know whatever and then and then eric's like well what about chandler like i thought maybe you guys were on the track of marriage and she's like chandler what no oh my god no that's crazy no no no. like she's like so quick to be like no meanwhile we saw chandler in the last episode like totally ready to fucking propose to her exactly so it's so heartbreaking like that they're so not on the same page about it yeah and here she is dealing with her ex now like oh it's just too much and all of that happens in like the cold open like before the credits roll you know it's just really weird though how everybody uh, this kind of threw me off I felt like when everyone is talking about Vic being back in the picture with Paris Mm -hmm. as if they're together. 
Yeah. Every time. And I was like, okay, you're confusing me. She doesn't want him, right? Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they, was annoying. It, it felt like they were equating him coming back with them being back together, yes. which, like, didn't have to be the case. Yeah, it doesn't have to be yeah. the case. And that was happening throughout this episode. I was like, okay, I'm confused. I'm going to throw on the towel. I don't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, Chandler makes that equivocate, like, makes that equation happen equivocation whatever you know what i mean yeah, like like absolutely. chandler sort of goes there too yeah which makes it even more confusing because you're like what? okay well if chandler's gonna throw in the towel because vic's back yeah. like well then i guess there is no more relationship between and the her shit and that chandler. annie said like let him go i'm like but why <laughs> uh, okay and you know what funnily enough now that i know what we now that we know no. what we know right before i knew that um, when she told him that, when I, I wrote Annie giving Chandler wings to soar, I wrote, is he going to leave? Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, cause it felt like, it felt like that, that whole conversation between Annie and Chandler, it was just setting him up for his eventual departure. Like, yeah. it felt very like, like, you know, giving him the like the, like the, like the window or like, yeah. like opening the door to him contemplating like my time here is done you yeah. know like time to move on yeah 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 which presumably means like move on without paris but then it's also paris's last episode too or in the last season or this is her also her last season so i'm like holy What's shit like who the fuck knows it's all just like oh craziness <laughs> i don't know okay and uh, i'm gonna bring up this question but i don't know you can probably you're probably gonna tell me i'm crazy um you're crazy thanks <laughs> so oh, wait you haven't asked anything yet go ahead <laughs> so i i'm getting a little ahead of myself right now but um at some point kevin does a- ask roxanne to do a background check on vic yeah okay oh and he says like i don't know but chandler huh? exactly <laughs> i know i was like i know uh, what? i know are we still holding on to this well, clearly. Yeah. Because she gets real excited. Yeah, she has like this like, you know, mischievous smile. Well, because well, Kevin, because Roxanne's like, oh, should I be doing this background check? And and Kevin's like, oh, I don't, probably not. But like, it has to do with Chandler and Paris. So like, you might want to. Or yeah. I was, like, I was like, geez, Kevin, whose side are you on, dude? Like, it's like, he's like a little like gossiping hen. Oh, thank you. Like, I really don't like Kevin anymore. You're like, this wasn't you before. What happened? Thank you. It's like, I don't, there's nothing to like about Kevin anymore. He's just a lying idiot. Like, stupid boy. God, Kevin. Get your shit together. God. Kevin? <laughs> Kevin? Kevin? <laughs> Kevin! Sorry. Kevin? Kevin? All the range of emotions. All the. <laughs> Kevin? Kevin? <laughs> That's like such an acting exercise, right? Like, like pick a word and just like emote all the feelings with just that one I word. Know. We should do that one of these days on air, like on on the mic. That would be fun. Um, But not today. No. Also, worth noting, Hampton herself wrote this storyline. Thank you very much. Wrote this episode, I should say. Oh, that's why it sucks. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Like, it feels like, ooh, what a big deal. But, like, 
anytime well, she writes an episode, it just means it's going to be like one of those like, learn a lesson, yeah. take away this feeling. And nothing, nothing happens. I know, stupid. Okay, I'm so it. I'm over it. So Paris is like tripping out. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, 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 mm-hmm. Peter um, talks to Kevin. Yeah. Which I love because I love that like he instinctively knows that like Kevin's the right person yeah, to talk yeah. to. I love it. Restrict you? No. Took away something? No. Won't let you buy something? No. Doesn't want you to play some sport because it's too dangerous? Uh-uh. Made you eat something that's good for you that you don't like? Made you wear bad pants? Enrolled you for dance classes? That's just stuff that all mothers do. That's not stuff that will make me crazy enough to hate her. You don't really hate your mother. I might. Because? She talked to my dad. When she was on her business trip, they met and had coffee and talked about me and how we could all be one big happy family again because now he's sober and responsible. How do you feel about that? How do I feel? If I'd wanted to talk to a shrink, I would have gone to one. I wanted to talk to a man. How would you feel if you were put in my position? I don't want to see my dad. I don't want to talk to him. I wish you were dead. My father was a drunk. A mean drunk. And he left us. And my mom's worked really hard to get us what we have now. And we're happy. And we were going to marry Chandler. But once again, my dad's shown up and ruined everything. It sounds like you're really angry with him. Maybe this is an opportunity to tell him how angry you are. I'm not going to forgive him. And I'm not going to forget what he did. Aren't you the guy who recently helped facilitate a meeting between an alcoholic father and a son? What's the difference between what your mom is asking you to do and what you asked that father and son to do? I'll tell you, that was them, and this is me. I like that father, he was nice, and I like that son, he was nice. But I don't like my father, and he really isn't nice at all. Trust me. It's going to be okay, Peter. Everything's going to be okay. You can do this. And if you can't do it alone, Reverend Campbell will go with you. Or your mom will go with you. Or even both of them. Would you? Sure. But why me? Because if Reverend Camden or my mom go with me, I'll have to be a good little boy. But if you go with me, I can say what I really want to say. You're a cop. You know the dark side of life. Does Chandler know about this? Oh, yeah. He and my mom are fighting about it right now. Uh, so cute. Yeah. That was, like, kind of a long clip, but, like, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> good little boy. <laughs> like, just, again, Peter, like, he's such a good soul like Mm -hmm. like in every sense of the word like he's just like he's like well like wise beyond his years so intuitive so like he knows who he is he knows what he wants and doesn't want you Mm -hmm. know and he doesn't like his dad like bottom line and and it's not just like it's not like a little kid, like, I don't know my dad, he left, like, and because it, it's not like he's been brainwashed by his yeah. mom or, you know, how that happens or yeah. whatever. It's like he has rational reasons. He's like, he left us. He's never been around. He doesn't call. He doesn't come around. My mom has worked really hard to get us what we have now. And yeah. all of a sudden he's back. Like, fuck him. I want him to die. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm just like, Peter, I love you so much. Like, I like my heart, like, bleeds for him. Like, yeah, ugh, I love him so much. And I like that. As much as I don't like Kevin, like I like that that Peter knows yeah. that Kevin's the right call here because 
everyone else, which he then proves himself right when yeah. he like practices his speech on everyone. Everyone's like trying to get him to like be respectful and like fathers, man, they're great, right? Yeah. And it's like, and I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm like, fuck this guy. Peter doesn't know him shit. Like, yep. he doesn't have to be respectful. He doesn't have to say like, like, though this is how I feel. Like, he wants to tell him off. Let him fucking tell him yeah. off. <laughs> like, he might feel better. Honestly, like, and he has every right to to do and say those things to yeah. to his dad because his dad has not been around mm-hmm. for three years and yeah. like left them in the lurch like Paris Sheltered had to Camden's. like I know fucking seriously I love that he calls them out on yeah. that too he's like you guys are so fucking sheltered <laughs> in my head he's cursing the whole time yeah, but yeah. I know he doesn't <laughs> fucking family <laughs> fucking Camden's again man. <laughs> uh, I don't know it's just so cute um so then yeah so then he's like practicing practicing a stage but meanwhile chandler and paris are talking mm-hmm. and i don't know there's something about those two like even in this moment where he's she's telling him like okay so like he wants to come back in his life whatever whatever like chandler is like being such a dad like yeah. without needing to be mm-hmm. or like or like being one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like he's already looking out for Peter's best interest. Yeah. Like, like out of no, you know, what's the word? You know, you know what I mean? Like, like he so doesn't have to, but I he's know. doing it because it's who he is. You yeah. know, he's like, he's like, yeah, like, I mean, I get it. That's his dad, you know, like whatever, far be it for me to stand in the way. You know? <laughs> like, whatever. But he's a dick. <laughs> It's just, it's sweet. And then he has that whole conversation with Annie where Annie's like, you know, when you first came here, you did everything. You stepped in for Eric and then he came back and it's like, he doesn't really need you anymore. So like, I feel like you've been waiting around to like be needed again. Mm -hmm. But Annie's like, but like, you know, like go out there, man, like find your mission. Like, yeah. Like, like take ownership of something for yourself. Yeah. Which I'm like, what is, where is that coming from? Like, again, all, all the more reason why I was like, this is totally just set up for him to eventually leave. Yeah. Like, cause it's coming from nowhere. Like mm-hmm. he's moping about his relationship falling apart. And she's like, you know, when you first came to the church, you did everything, but now we don't really need you anymore. Like what? And not only that, I wish Chandler was like, well, you set me up with her bitch. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And, and, and see, Annie's kind of fucked up here too, because she's going to be the last person to stand in the way of Vic. I know. And Paris and Peter being a happy family again. So I think she sees that as like Chandler just needs to like bow out and allow whatever's going to happen between those three to happen. And which means like, just throw yourself into your work fully and like harder than you have been in the last couple of months or whatever. Okay. And it's like, okay, yeah, but he loves Paris though, right? Like, can yeah. we all agree that he's the right person for Paris to be with? Like, See, can, like, are we just like all forgetting the fact that Chandler like, and Paris are a match made in heaven? Like, like it's weird. I, that's what threw me off. That's what made me think, okay, so is Vic here to be like back in love with Paris and Paris to be in love with him? I was and like, neither of them seem to want that. Yeah. That, that's what's throwing me off. I was like, um, why can't they still be in a relationship? I know. Like, I get how it throws a little bit of a wrench yeah. into it, but there's no reason why like Paris can't 
be with Chandler and like still love Chandler. Yeah. Like it's just not That's why it threw me it's off. It's just so stupid. So then after he talks to Annie, he comes over and it's all kind of like rushed because she's like, I gotta go to work and he's gotta Peter's gotta go to school or yeah. whatever. But like he comes over for a minute and he's just like, I just wanna say that like I'm here if you guys need me, but like I'm just gonna like take a step back and like let you guys do your thing and whatever. And I was just like okay Chandler like way to like not fight yeah or or are you like again very like lukewarm sentiments by everyone like it's all kind of weird yep but then Peter and Paris have that cute little conversation right after Chandler leaves Mm -hmm. where Peter's like okay so about this dad meeting (laughs) like like I want to do it on my terms I want to be be alone with Kevin and Paris is like well I feel like I should be there and whatever or like the reverend and Peter's like listen like it's been you and me for as long as I can remember and like like I don't even know this guy or whatever so like you've you've trusted me and you like he's like he's like you and i have been a team yeah this whole time like and you've like kept me in the loop like you know we make decisions together we're we're a unit so like why is this any different like yeah like why can't i do this my way now like why can't mm-hmm. you like trust me to do this my way now and i love that paris is like you're right mm-hmm. like i love that there's this like mutual understanding respect like, and the trust. bond yeah. yeah like like they the way that they like come come to terms with each mm-hmm. other of like like you know mom i got this right yeah so, like let me do this my way and she's like yeah i know you got this dude <laughs> like, yeah. like i you know we like we're in this to win it you know what i yeah. mean so she allows him to like do it on his terms like tells vic that that's how it's gonna be or whatever yeah. so then when they finally, well, you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself because I want to talk about Vic first. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Vic. <laughs> first of all, Vic is not even his name. <laughs> it's his, his name is George, I think. Yeah, like Gregory something. Gregory, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. His last name is Vickery. Yeah. And so he they call he call, everyone calls him Vic. Yeah. Petrowski is Paris's name. Yeah. And he, he tells us that he allowed... I, I'm just going to play the clip. This is how we meet Vic. Reverend Camden. Oh, Vic Petrowski? Uh, uh, Vickery. George Vickery. People just call me Vic. Petrowski's her name, and I allowed for Peter's name to be changed. Thought it'd be easier for him at the time. Of course, at the time, I was drunk. Have a seat. I'm happy you could stop by. <laughs> Believe me. I didn't want to. I was hoping for just a simple conversation between my ex-wife and my son. But if this is what she wants, then this is what I'll give her. What would you like to know? Let's see. Um, I went through rehab. I've been sober for three years and nine days. Woohoo! Um, I have a job, crummy job. I teach art to a bunch of losers at St. George Community College. Yeah, I'm a freaking art teacher. So I guess you're also an artist. <laughs> Not really. Whatever. I'm sorry if you felt this meeting was forced on you Paris thought I could be of more help to her and Peter in discussing this reunion if I knew you a little better right so if you like me you'll get Peter to talk to me yeah great nobody likes me but never stop me from living my life look I didn't get sober for nothing so let's just get on with this all right all right 
Do you mind if I ask, are you in AA? Isn't that Alcoholics Anonymous? Yes, it is. I'm sorry. I'm not in it. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm sober. And I don't like people. What about you? Do you like you? Truthfully, not that much, no. But I'm not changing for anybody, even me. Giving up alcohol is about as far as I want to go with self-improvement. I don't have to be any better than I am right now for my son to love me. And that's the way I see it. Oh, so he's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love how you meet him in this. This is like literally how we meet him. Yeah. All this like self-deprecating, like, like I'm a piece of shit, but like, I'm not going to change for nobody. All this shit. Right. Yeah. And then immediately from there, we cut to Eric is talking to Annie about him and he's like, he just really needs to like love himself. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that's the takeaway from this. Like, yeah. not that he's garbage, like that, that, that he just needs to find love. Like he needs to just be surrounded by love and like, yes. feel like he deserves it or like what? It's just, it's too much. I know it's too much. Why can't he just be a piece of shit who can't help himself? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why can't that just be the character? Why do we need to save everyone? Or l- let let us just get used to that for a bit. Exactly. And if he's going to change as, you know, they yeah, want to. Give him, him a to. fucking arc. Yeah. Like, don't just, like, shoehorn it in to the last five minutes of this episode. Exactly. Like, it's so fucking stupid. But, so, we meet him. Peter talks to Paris. Cut to... Um, Vic is waiting at the promenade mm-hmm. and Peter and like Kevin are like walking up to him yeah all like these two like tough dudes like short little Peter and like buff tall Kevin you know Kendall yeah really <laughs> totally and they're just like done like all that's missing is like slow-mo and like you know like fucking Mission Impossible music or whatever and then you see like Vic across the thing and then like all of a sudden Peter's like five steps in front of Kevin and then 10 steps in front of Kevin. And then he's just like running Running. and like hugs him after he's been practicing this like scathing, like, you know, rundown he's going to give to his dad or whatever. He just like runs into his arms and hugs him. And then they have this cute little moment of like, like, you know, I think Vic is like, oh, like, I didn't know how this was going to go. And or something about like, oh, like, why'd you have to bring the cop or, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, you are you worried? Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Peter's like, I honestly didn't know I was going to react like that. <laughs> like, just seeing you. <laughs> like, and it's so cute because, yeah. of course, he's just a little boy. And of course, he loves his, his dad. dad. And like, and like, and of course, just because the fucking sheltered Camden's, Camden's told him so. That, like he needed to experience that himself to get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, I don't know. Just, I kind of loved all of that. Like I loved Peter's arc. Yes. In this episode. And it just sucks that like Vic, I felt like just didn't earn any of this shit. Nope. Like, like I, w- I so wish I could have enjoyed P- Vic's arc in parallel with Peter's yeah but Peter's is such a more like cathartic and like heartwarming and like because obviously also because we like love and care about him yeah. to begin with you know like you like you're in it but like with Vic it's like he comes in he's a total piece of shit who clearly has like his, like self hate issues yeah. like I'm not I'm not 
discounting what Eric is saying from like a psychological point yeah. of view or whatever. But for Eric to be like, I know what I'll do. I'll surround him with love. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. And that's going to fix everything already. Like within five minutes I of being at that house. So dumb. And then I do, I did also like the moment that Lucy and Cecilia have where those two girls are like comforting Paris. Yeah. Because like Paris comes in and she's like, oh, like I'm not, you know, and like those two girls are like, oh my God, that must be really hard for you. Like, I'm so sorry yeah. that that's happening to you right now. It's a lot to deal with. And Lucy and Cecilia are fucking idiots. They're like, yeah. oh, you know, I didn't even think about how this might be affecting Paris. Like, no fucking shit, dum-dums. Yep. Like, <laughs> obviously, like, just the whole thing is like so stupid. Like, no one comes out of it looking good except no. for fucking Peter. <laughs> and maybe Martin. <laughs> well, yeah, seriously. Oh, he decides to play baseball with one of the yeah, guys in the house. so cute. Yeah. Um, Everybody yeah. else can just suck it. Seriously. Also, are we going to see Martin move in? Has he officially moved in? Yeah, like, seriously. Is, like, are we just going to skate over the whole, like, welcome to the family moment? It <laughs> like, hasn't moved yet. <laughs> it's just it's just a foregone conclusion. Now he's part of the family. I guess so. <laughs> this This show. I know. It's just too much man to mm-hmm. quote bojack horseman which is a great show that jessica biel was on <laughs> um yeah 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 so then okay yeah so basically eric sets up there what ends up happening is so there's this like elderly wish whatever couple in town who have a son with down syndrome i guess i don't know or was it autism oh maybe autism I don't know. It, it's hard to tell, but yeah. you can tell that like these are like adult people, yeah. like ch- like they're children of people and they're adults who you know their own parents have like passed away or whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, it's hard for them to have like caretakers and shit. Yeah. So so this so this guy and his wife were just like waiting to find a house they could afford to buy basically so that they could buy this house and move all of these like kids together into it together so they can kind of be, be be their own little community and like take care of themselves, you know? And, and they're like functioning, functioning enough that they can fend for themselves. Like they can shop and cook and clean and do all those things so they can live on their own. They just can't like live alone. You know what I mean? So it's like cool that like, they bought this house for them and Mm -hmm. it's like a nice little thing. Right. So like Eric's like, well, I know we'll help them move in and gets everybody involved, including Vic and Vic shows up at the house. And I love that Peter's like, Oh my God, wait till you see, you won't believe it. Cause, cause Vic's got some like surprise or something in the trunk of his car. And it's like a painting he's painted, but he rips it trying to get it out of the trunk and starts going off on himself. Oh, you fucking idiot. Like you're such a moron, whatever. And then everyone like surrounds him and they're like, oh my God, it's fine. Like we love it. Thank you so much. Whatever. Like that. You're so talented. Thank you. Whatever. And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) And then they go and they hug him. They hug him. They circle him with love. Like literally. literally. There's not even a metaphor. They encircle him with love. And then and then Eric gets to be like, see, we just needed to bring some angels in. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, it's just like. Ugh. And then the music and the fade out. And it is. And it, and it feels really like at this just point cheap. after after like 
six or seven episodes like this, it feel it's starting to feel a little exploitative. Yeah. Like I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's nothing else that could have happened in this episode. Seriously. Like you needed to include, you know, these people. And it's just like this whole thing. And I don't know. I just it. don't get it. I don't, I, I don't get like if I'm Brenda Hampton, right? Like on the meta level, like I don't know where it's coming from. It feels, as you said, cheap. It feels like it's not coming from like a good place yeah. a little bit. Like it, it's just odd. And I just don't know. I don't know. So yeah. So that's the episode, basically. What else happens? Sometimes I wonder if the actors are like, really? The fuck? I have to say this shit? Like, <laughs> I, know. I know. Like, nothing else happens. What happens between Lucy and Kevin? Nothing. Uh, she was just nosy. She wanted to know what was happening with Peter. Yeah. And Oh, because they did the whole background check thing. Do you want some cookies and milk? Oh, I'll go get the milk. Yeah, yeah. And then they had milk. Oh, I did like the scene between Lucy and Ruthie. Like, so, so, cause, okay, Peter spends the better part of this episode oh, yeah. sort of like, like, um, like pushing Ruthie away a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, like Ruthie is, is, as far as she's concerned, is trying to maintain the same level of relationship she's always had with yeah. Peter, where he's over at the house all the time. They spend all these, their time mm-hmm. together. She calls him his, her boyfriend, which I really didn't yeah. know they had. Like, I didn't know that he was her boyfriend. Yeah. Like, I knew that they were, like, hanging out, but I just assumed that they were, like, friends, not that, like, he was her boyfriend. But anyway. Honey. No. I know. It's so cute. Oh, I miss Honey. He hasn't done that in a minute. Because he's pushing her away, you see? Yeah. So, so he's, like, pushing her away. Like, every time she's trying to, like, talk to him or, like, get him to open up to her about, like, what he's thinking or feeling about his dad, especially, he's like, you just don't get it, you know, whatever. And so she goes to talk to Lucy because she's like, I need like sister advice right now. Like, I don't know why this is happening. Like, like, what do I do or whatever? And like Lucy gives her like some pretty decent advice of like, you know, we don't know. Like, we can't know. And it's not our place to know, Mm -hmm. like, this relationship or whatever. And the all we can do is just like, you know, just like be there for him and, you know, whatever. And. I don't know exactly what she says, but it's good. And it makes Ruthie feel better. And then by the end of the episode, they're like holding hands again and shit. And it's really cute. Yeah. (laughs) But like legit, they're boyfriend, girlfriend. I had, I kind of sort of didn't know, you know, I guess I should have, but I didn't because they never said it. That's true. They don't really say it. Yeah. I guess it's just sort of, they've never even kissed. That's true. We've seen Simon kiss all the girls. Ruthie's kissed another boy before. Oh, yeah, she has. With that Jake kid or something? Yeah, was it? Yeah, I think so. Didn't, wait, she didn't there kiss was Peter one, once? No, there was this didn't boy she wake him up with right before Peter. No, it was that other boy, remember? Uh. Because she was trying to like fake out her dad yeah, yeah, yeah so that so that she could get a monkey or some shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> right something like that <laughs> i'm vaguely recalling i think his name was jake she totally like kissed someone though like to wake them up it was oh that- it was peter Valentine's Day. but it was on the cheek no she kissed him on the lips no she woke him up i need to rewatch that episode oh my god that, so that was like the best part of that episode yeah 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 you're right you're right you're right now i'm remembering it you're right. That's the only time we've seen it happen. I know. Well, because they're twelve. I like, know. like relax. Like, I know, I'm not. I'm not That's trying to weird. see fourteen year olds make out. Like, yeah. whatever. 
but yeah, uh, but I just you would think it, like there would have been like a more like like let's seal this with a kiss type mm-hmm. of a moment, but that didn't really happen. That'll happen with Martin. Ooh, girl, <laughs> especially because he's sticking around. Girl. Apparently, <laughs> he is not going anywhere. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited for like the next three seasons. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. And in my head, I'm like, she's excited. <laughs> well, because of all the juicy shit that's, yeah. that we know is going to come, you know? Um, Yeah. And then that's it, right? What else happens? That's it, dude. That's it. That's it with this episode. Is Annie doing anything fun? No. No. That's oh, it. Is she? No. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, she, she talks to Chandler and like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. No, that's the whole fucking episode, folks. Let's rate it. <laughs> Two thumbs way down. Way down. So down. <laughs> so down. My thumbs are just like so down right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sore. <laughs> Our Canadian listeners, I really hope, I, I know I've said this before, but I need to reiterate and I need to say this every time. It's like a disclaimer. Like, please know that it's like, I'm not like, poking fun at you guys with your accents like i'm really not like i'm just poking I'm fun make, at roxanne I know, i'm totally just like mimicking roxanne's accent as i hear it like because you know she's not from coming Glen from Oak. a negative place it's just it hits my ear and i have to like be an ape about it and i so it's not coming from a bad place i love it because honestly she was in clueless the show clueless yes yes she was share right yeah she yeah. was share i i I remember her just being a valley girl. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I can't remember if she ever said sorry. And if she did, did it come out that way? I'm sure. I'm for sure. For being it a did. valley girl. I'm, now I want to sure watch the coolest episodes. Let's like at least it. one or two. Like give me one. Uh, where are we going to find those? God, They're like can. nowhere. <laughs> like like on eBay. Get the DVD. Anywho. Anywho. Um, yeah. So two thumbs way down. Way down. So down. <laughs> um, yeah, any other straps? I don't have any other strays. I don't. No, I just want this episode to be over. There was that moment. You know what? It's <sighs> no not case. even worth talking about. <gasps> like, <sighs> I want it to be over too. I just, I just, because I wrote it down because I was looking at my notes. Like, there's that moment when they're reconnecting, when Vic and Peter are reconnecting, right? And mm-hmm. like, it's after the hug has happened and stuff. And so, like, they seem to be in a good place. And then, like, Vic is such a fucking sleazeball. He's asking Peter if Paris is seeing, seeing anyone. Any- yeah. And I was like, ew. Like, you're asking your 12-year-old son if his mom is dating. Like, because you're such a fucking pussy. Like, you can't even, like, Thank you. like suss that out for yourself as a man. Like, ew. Like, I just mm-hmm. shit like that. I'm just like, God, he's so annoying. Yep. <laughs> like, fucking Vic. <laughs> like, who are you, dude? Fucking Vic. Fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you guys, just find that episode. Look up, like, 10-minute podcast, fucking Swedes or whatever just listen it's a 10 minute podcast guys you can't beat that it's truly (laughs) comedy gold um anyway so as always don't forget to subscribe rate review itunes stitcher wherever you get your podcasts if you leave us an itunes review we will read it we will read it we will read it (laughs) um also you can find us at for heaven's sake pod on all the social media or send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. I don't know why I'm saying it like this. <laughs> but 
if you love us, which, duh, um, and you want to get more of us in your ear holes every month, you can go to patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod and subscribe and become a heaven head and you'll get two episodes a month of us doing live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Did all the things. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.